Welcome to the Pulse Podcast, personal conversations about life, leadership, and legacy with inspiring founders, entrepreneurs, and leaders of industry. I am R. Adam Smith, founder of Wisdom Board. I am pleased to host this podcast episode. Wisdom Board is a fast-growing digital leadership platform powered by curated content, blue chip services, valuable human capital resources, and an expansive expert network. Wisdom Board is dedicated to empowering excellence for private companies at the board level. Today, we are joined by John Rapogel of BB Ventures, um, and also take your seat in several other companies, uh, including brands that I'm a big fan of. Um, so I'm very happy to uh, welcome you, John, to today's podcast. Good to be with you, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's great to see you uh, again. Congratulations on everything recently. Uh, seems like we're all quite busy and the days are, are short. Uh, I think for our audience, I'd love for you to start a bit on your career and where your passions were as you uh, went through your professional journey, including some of the operational roles and brands that we all know well. And then we will uh, talk also about your venture capital and growth equity platform. Great, that sounds terrific. Well, a little bit about me. I've been in the consumer world for some 30 years. Started my career at the Boston Consulting Group, really in the consumer practice, and then moved over to Guinness, the beer company. Uh, And at that time, Guinness was a Standalone entity later became part of Diageo, but uh, started with Guinness in, in their uh, strategy group, moved into sales, moved over to the UK, had the great fortune to run Guinness uh, over in Great Britain, which was just tremendous. Um, then we bought a company called Seagram. So I moved out to the West Coast and helped put together our wine business before moving back to the East Coast and running Guinness in the US. And then I had an epiphany, a spear in the chest moment where I really thought deeply about what I was trying to do with my work and my life mission and decided it was time for a change and made a great change to Unilever and uh, worked in their personal care uh, division and uh, had had the great fortune to work with a talented team on on a campaign called the Campaign for Real Beauty uh, for for Dove, um, uh, which is still in the market today. Um, as I got further down that journey to trying to use business uh, as a force for good, I, I made the switch to really private equity-backed companies, went to Burt's Bees as the CEO, built Burt's Bees, and had a great time there. We actually took a partner in Clorox and stayed with Clorox for several years before deciding to, uh, if you will, do it again. Um, so I went up to Burlington, Vermont with a great company called Seventh Generation, and uh, it's a leader in uh, clean household products and, and personal care products and uh, had a tremendous time building, building that business. Seventh Gen was one of the founding benefit corps or B Corps in the country. Um, and it just, uh, it, it lit my fuse. It was a tremendous experience. Uh, we built that and, and lo and behold, wound up uh, selling it to Unilever and uh, became a, an employee of Unilever once again. And, and I really came to the realization at the end of that journey that it was time for a switch. And so that's when we created One Better Ventures, which is a, a firm that advises and invests in purpose-driven uh, consumer goods companies. And so through that, I have great exposure to uh, at a range of companies from, from startup to scale to mid-cap uh, and serve on a number of boards. I'm actually 
serving on eight boards currently. So it'd be great to talk a little bit about boards and governance in this uh, age of the pandemic. So that, that's a bit brief history of where I've been and what I've done over the course of the last 30 years. Sounds great. Uh, well, I've been on 10 boards and, and unfortunately six at a time back a decade ago. So since you're on eight, um, I can try to talk more quickly so you can go back to creating some minutes and getting on the uh, the backs of the CEOs that have a, a lot of work to do. But that's a fantastic um, history. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm uh, personally such a, a, a passion and investor and advisor and board member and fan of, of brands and the, the legacy uh, sustainability of brands and what a brand means. Uh, we're actually working a bit with some of the more of the brand centers of the business schools and it's very fascinating work in terms of building a brand and building brands that last and what does that mean whether they last and how do you want them to last what is their legacy so it kind of gets into the stakeholder capitalism conversation that we'll be having shortly um well you've been in some some beautiful places as well up in bangalore maine with uh birch bees and vermont and now you're in the carolinas um so thank you for, for that story. And again, great, great brands as well. I think Burt's Bees had uh, AEA in it uh, previous to Clorox, is that right? Uh, Burt's is one of, one of the great brands. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I recently, uh, the world is changing so rapidly, but I recently checked out TikTok and uh, it, it's extraordinary uh, the amount of traffic and views that Burt's Bees is getting on TikTok right now. So it's it's a brand that has figured out how to span multi-generations. So uh, pretty impressive. It is, and it's still um, authentic um, in terms of one of the brands that is able to expand its identity and its product and, and channel penetration, but also stay true to its core. It reminds me a bit of... Uh, you see that with um, kind and, and honesty and even some generation uh, kind is a great, great example. Just you can still have integrity or clip bar. You can still have integrity at, at, even with scale. Um, but interestingly, some brands seem to lose that as they get larger or they sell to a strategic. So it's nice to hear that you had good partners with uh, Clorox. Just briefly, I recall that partnership with Clorox was a bit unusual as one of the more aggressive, I think, corporate venture capital or strategic investment, uh, minority investments or partnerships in a brand. Um, maybe, you know, that's a interesting story to talk about because as you're making your investments in consumer brands, you know, you're really bringing more of a strategic angle with an operating lens, uh, more like you see Invis and Catterton and Shansby over, over the years in consumer products. Maybe just tell us a bit about how you think about bringing uh, expertise to, to the boards with the founders of these consumer companies and you know, how is that also different for B, uh, BB? Yeah, so I, I think our role, when I think about, you know, what, what is good board governance and what, what do I bring? Uh, my, my central focus is really around three things, is clarity of the mission. What's the purpose of the company? How do you align uh, all elements of the company around that purpose so that we are true uh, stakeholder um, focused um, leadership? The second then is on the CEO and the leadership team and making sure we've got the right people and the right resources. And, and then the third is ultimately the strategy is, you know, what are the big decisions? How do you deploy resources and how do you make sure you've got, you know, a competitive strategy that, that fuels the business so that it can do more good. And, and that's how I approach kind of my board roles and, and central to that is is tuning in with the, the CEO and understanding and building trust and chemistry and, 
and uh, and building alignment in particular. So the, those are, I think those are the central elements. And then of course I've been a CEO, I've been in that chair and I understand what it takes. So I've, I've got operating experience and I, I leave that as an opportunity for the CEO to tap rather than a, something I, I dole out. Um, everyone wants to be able to have their autonomy to run their own business. So you've got to really find that fine line um, where you've got your nose in, but your fingers out. That's great. Uh, let's move over to, to One Better Ventures. Um, I, I really like the branding and that you are at B Corp and that you're covering both the early stage to be supportive and inspiring emerging brands, but also a bit later stage. You mentioned something recently with a larger a larger backer that we both worked with. And I'm looking at some of your your partners on on the website, uh, Jim Geike and, and other experts. Um, the team is very interesting. Um, how how did you come up with the way to differentiate One Better Ventures? It seems that uh, there is, of course, the positive angle, there's the nurturing angle, there's the leadership support, so that you're a little more holistic for those operators. And then, you know, bring us into your views on CSR and ESG as well and how that relates to, to these smaller companies. Great. Uh, One Better Ventures is different um, because it was really formed as a partnership between five people that have worked together at Burt's Bees and seventh generation. And uh, we have over a hundred years of operating experience. So we're not a traditional uh, venture or private equity capital company. Uh, we don't have a fund, we're fundless, but we do uh, invest in companies. So we, uh, when the conditions are right and the relationships there, we, we decide to, uh, to make investments and we use special purpose vehicles to do that. Uh, but principally what we do is we advise purpose-driven companies. We, we get in alongside the leadership team and we'll roll up our sleeves and, and try to tackle problems and really put a sharp edge on their competitive strategy, on their purpose and how they ultimately are going to do more good in the world. Um, so that comes, comes around to how we think about companies. And we really only work with companies that uh, are on a pathway uh, to do more good that think about or are on their way to becoming benefit corporations or certified B Corps. Um, because life's short, the world's problems are great. Um, business is the most powerful force on earth. And if we're gonna solve the world's problems, we've got to move with pace and scale uh, to do so. And, and that really is the, the underlying purpose of One Better Ventures. That's great. I like the tagline to do greater good. And you also um, are, I think, quite at the early stage of purpose-driven investing in, in venture because venture is often um, forced to, to pursue a more asset management model with a larger number of investments to create statistical outcomes that are based on uh, very diversified holdings. And having done uh, 14 SPVs of my own since 2002, um, while they're inconvenient at times, they do force you to pay attention to each one separately and not to get into a um, situation where you're having to, um, to pay less attention, not have the bandwidth to curate your investments and to be mindful of your uh, portfolio needs. So, but there's always, uh, grass is always greener, but I, I personally like your model uh, more, than, more than others. You also have a tagline as well, which is, which is interesting, do well, do good, do one better. It makes me think about the balance between being empathetic and mindful for the leaders empowering them so that they do their work well, given that the buck stops with the CEO, you've been there as well, so you can have more empathy. But at the same time, 
we're in a capitalist society and, and the primary mission is profits and growth and sustainability to, to recycle that profit into the company, which does create some pressure and conflicts and expectations. So maybe, you know, walk us through some of those case studies, maybe at Lessa, you can use that as an example or, or another company to balance the two sides of that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting in your statement, the primary responsibility is, is to deliver profit. I, I actually don't believe that. You know, I, I think all things in balance. So I, I'm, I'm a big believer in the triple bottom line, people, planet, and profit. Uh, many of the companies we work with are in, in the wellness space. Um, I fundamentally believe in the idea that you can't live a healthy life on a sick planet. Uh, for too long, the economic structure of capitalism has been broken, where it's about internalizing uh, the profits and the goodness and externalizing the waste, the costs. Um, we have to reformulate that. And Michael Porter at the Harvard Business School said, not all profits are created equal. Uh, profits with purpose uh, create more value. And, and that's where I start. Uh, start with the purpose, start with the people, start with the planet. And you get those three conditions right, and you'll build a long-term sustainable business that yields great economic value over time, as opposed to maximizing profit because maximizing profit is often at odds uh, with the other conditions of stakeholder management. Um, if you start with the others, if you get the priority right, the order right, then you can have an enduring enterprise that creates value. And I think that's, that's the new model for the 21st century, frankly. I fully agree. I just wanted to get you going on that. Since my name is Adam Smith, I had to be somewhat supportive of the capitalist model. Yeah, I mean, look at the, you know, over the last 50 years uh, in the Fortune 500, there are only about 50 odd companies that remain. So why did the other 90% fall out? Well, because they were built on the old model, which put uh, short-term profit maximization as their number one objective, which means you don't, you don't refuel, you don't refuel your team, uh, the values of the organization, invest in capital, invest in community. Uh, and, and that's a short-term model. That's a burnout model that doesn't last decades. And, and that's what we're seeing. You know, the side of the road is littered uh, with yesterday's stars um, because they followed a broken capitalist model. I think that's um, really powerful. And at Wisdom Board, we are building um, a very robust content and mission and network that is very mindful of the broader motives and purpose of a corporation. In fact, the original Latin word of corporation is is grounded in the in the word of, of the people so um, I think it's important to go back to the original uh, core of mercantilism and and before the original Adam Smith created the invisible hand that, that presumed a more uh, efficient uh, more of a closed um, system um, of the of the global economy today it doesn't work so well to assume that it's going to be efficient in the short term perhaps in the long term it is Moving over lastly to um, this exploding world of importance of CSR as we call it, but how it also incorporates uh, uh, ESG and impact and gender cultural balance, both in terms of hiring, in terms of the board architecture, whether it's independent directors or board observers, we can have that conversation in a separate podcast, perhaps in terms of the architecture of the board, that's a whole nother conversation, but take your seat as an emerging force in providing inspiration and advice for better balance in both the board and, and leadership for racial uh, balance in, in organizations. And I think we really support that um, now and before and in the future. 
and it's great to see how Taker Seed is quite quite unique and you bring a lot of passion to it. Just briefly, if you could share um, how you're uh, you're creating this mirror and this reflection of diversity for uh, Take Your Seat for our listeners and then uh, how can they get involved? Yeah, terrific. Well, Take Your Seat is a new initiative from One Better Ventures and, and our partner Baldwin and. And literally as a white male, um, I was deeply disturbed and frustrated um, this past summer by the killing of George Floyd and uh, Breonna Taylor. And while I marched, I felt like I could do more and my outlet is business. And so the thought was, how do we bring about, you know, justice uh, and racial equity? Uh, and the best way I know how to do that is through business. So we started Take Your Seat uh, to help America's boards reflect America. Our focus is on putting uh, black executives onto boards. We launched this about four, five months ago. We've already successfully placed a dozen people onto boards. We've got another do dozen open searches. Uh, we have literally, you know, thousand candidates, over a thousand candidates who are have come to us, and we have companies uh, and partners coming to us. So we are creating a marketplace. Uh, uh, where we can introduce candidates to, uh, to companies um, that are looking to diversify their boards. And we also provide resources, training, and, and forums. We had a great conversation last night, a dinner conversation uh, via Zoom that was open to, uh, to our members. So if people want to learn more, uh, they should check us out at takeyourseat.co.co. Uh, so we're underway and, and we're encouraged by the response. And we think we all need to lean in together because we know that the more diverse a board, uh, the better the performance. That's great. Well, that fits nicely with the force for good that you uh, decided to pursue back uh, just before before Burt's Bees and Seven Generation and and going into the uh, the Unilever environment, which is a, a great, uh, great brand as well. So um, it's, really inspiring from someone who hasn't operated companies really to watch and back and fund and mentor and learn from operators and see you going into the investment side is, is fantastic. So thank you for, um, for sharing. It's been a pleasure to include you today in our podcast series. Thank you, Adam. Great to be here and uh, love what you're doing. Keep it up. Thank you. I've learned a lot from you today. Um, so thank you for your time. Pulse is a digital collection of personal conversations with respected private company experts. Pulse listeners enjoy enlightening lessons, wisdom, and journeys of interesting people. Pulse is a production of Wisdom Board, a trusted leadership brand dedicated to empowering private companies to achieve excellence in the boardroom. Wisdom Board lives on LinkedIn and online at wisdomboard.co. Please subscribe to our podcast, available on all major channels, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. I am R. Adam Smith founder of Wisdom Board. Thank you for listening to the Wisdom Board Pulse podcast.